podcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome on in. It's 8 a.m. on Thursday morning. Kelly is here. I'm Tommy. And I just want to, before we get into the show today, all of the suspense and all of the impatience that America is feeling right now trying to get the results I just want to say, as an only child, millennial Gemini, welcome to my experience for the last 34 years. Impatience isn't fun, is it? <laughs> How you doing, Cal? How's it going? <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we all have, if, this, if it, the pandemic has taught us anything, it's a little bit of patience. So we have prepared for this for the last 10 months. I guess, but I'm seeing everyone on the internet like freaking out and being so impatient. And I'm like, weird, y'all made fun of the only child millennial Geminis. I'm just speaking for my, for my people. That's all. That's all. <laughs> okay. How I you rather, doing? Good morning. I'd rather not talk about the people being impatient. I've just about had it and it's bringing <laughs> down the whole room. So let's talk about some fun things that are happening, okay? We've got plenty of those. Uh, first, for Manassas, we've got, um, well, I went down a weird rabbit hole of vintage board games. And there were some weird ones back in the day. Things were a little strange when it came to that. Well, there was no Netflix. <laughs> right. Uh, plus, radio towers are falling down, and this weekend's SNL episode is going to be just, just so DC, just so DC. Plus, the end of some big, significant discounts, discounts that I believe um, brought people together who were strangers, and we'll get into all that. Where do you want to get started today, Kel? Uh, and we'll also explain a little later why there's a pineapple next to me. Oh, that's true. You do have a pineapple next to you. <laughs> it's it's my little partner in crime during the show it's a very special pineapple oh. it smells delicious it's don't they say about couples that have pineapples outside it's like a symbol or something no i think those are the um the um the gnomes oh really yeah the gnomes oh i thought it was pineapples not garden gnomes no, but you're yeah, right the, yeah, maybe gnomes. you're right yeah we heard that it was a rumor in ashburn that meant something that's right that's right <laughs> That, that was a couple of years ago. Who knows if it's true or not? <laughs> Keeping it local, Kel. Keeping it local. Uh, where do you want to get started this morning? I want to talk about radio towers falling down. Because <laughs> this just made, this brought a, this was probably the happiest thing I saw on the uh, internet yesterday. I watched I, it probably 15 times. Can't imagine why you feel that way. This is video from uh, Chopper 4 when the WMAL uh, towers came crashing down over Bethesda. It was a controlled explosion of course uh but it's just very satisfying to watch there's four towers and each one of them kind of falls in its own lane mm -hmm. uh because those towers that were put up in the 40s uh that land has been purchased by a developer and they're turning into a whole community of 300 homes well that's true bethesda needs more houses so that's good <laughs> um but it just it's sort of a sign of things i mean our friends in radio land are going through a lot uh these mm -hmm. days um and it just it was kind of a striking thing to watch happening in our backyard that these things have been up since the 40s now it is worth noting that uh the radio station that was on those towers is now on another tower like the radio station is not gone but um yeah not the, yet well <laughs> <laughs> it's weird you said just, we're not talking about that <laughs> no I, you're right we're not talking about it but it is weird because we are radio people mm -hmm. we, our background is in radio to see the dramatic change happening in radio and i think yep. those towers serve us symbolism well it came down to the the land with which the towers was on was more valuable than the towers than the right. like station so yeah that's pretty wild yeah 
pretty wild. But the uh, it's over. It's like on the top side of the Beltway by like Grosvenor and like the Mormon Temple and like that top side of, of the Capitol Beltway is where those towers had stood. Yeah, since the forties. Yeah, it's prime location though. Three hundred homes are going there. The Toll Brothers are starting construction next year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so as long as we're kicking in the 1940s, Kelly, let's go ahead and dive into old games for a second. If if you'll just indulge me on this rabbit hole. Okay. So um, I saw this morning that today is the birthday of the game Monopoly. It uh, started in 1939. And so I got to thinking this morning as I was having my first four cups of coffee. Was there like an antitrust law or was there like a big case that the game Monopoly came out of, right? Because Monopoly, if someone owns all the things, then that's not so great. And then, you know, around the 30s was when they started busting that stuff up. And so I went down a rabbit hole and I could not find if it was like if Monopoly was inspired by some like antitrust case. But I did get served up on YouTube vintage game ads. Have you ever heard of the game Funny Bone? No. Um, this was from the '60s, and it was it was a unique it was a unique experience for people to play. The shin bone connected to the knee bone. The ear bone connected to the shoulder bone. You'd use the cards, and you'd have to connect to the somebody. The hip bone connected to the hand bone. While playing this game. The Headbone connected like a to the headbone. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks. When you pick up a funny bone card, well, <laughs> you'll just have to get funny bone, the game for people who love to laugh. Okay, so if you're watching this on the stream you kind of get where it's going but if you're just listening to this uh-huh it's like twister they have um it's the commercial has a what appears to be two couples a man and female couples and they're kind of going in precarious positions as they are supposed to be touching each other which seemed very saucy for the 60s right they were like put the, the you draw the card and it's like the hip bones connected to the knee bone so you'd put your hip on my knee or there was like face to face cards but the card was between the bodies at all time it was just i it was a lot <laughs> it, it, it kind of looks like a fun game after you know had a couple drinks you have some people over and <laughs> let's play funny bone there you go and and then literally they were like you get funny boned was like the was like the catch line for the I guess game. when you fall over or something, I don't know. Perhaps. And you know what, Kelly, if if you wanna you wanna do that, I know you got the dinks next door, the double income no kids, you can grab yourself a vintage funny bone for nineteen ninety nine on eBay. No, I think that, that would make for an awkward situation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're good. That, that's like putting the garden gnome on the front porch. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just saying, it's a. That's wow. what I learned this morning. So no antitrust stories for you today, but gosh darn it, I found funny bone. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, people are sad, especially like you know those of us who love getting a deal. That Bed Bath and Beyond is discontinuing one of their most famous things. I probably have a stack of these somewhere in my house, but those blue postcard twenty percent off that come in your house like unsolicited, right? Like it's just kind of like a peer. Or you can do them now digitally if you sign up on their website and you're like shopping. You're like, oh, I really want to buy that, you know, I don't know, rice steamer. Uh, <laughs> you get 20% off. Bed Bath & Beyond has finally figured out that um, the 
quote unquote over reliance of the coupon from its customers. Ah, yeah, I won't go into Bed Bath and Beyond if I don't have one. And actually, like, um, why did it take this long to figure this out? I I thought that was like their thing. It was like the wink nod. They're like, eh, this is our thing. Like we do this together, us and our customers. Right. Um, when we were going out to uh, do one of our teacher tour surprises, Sade, our videographer, and I were drove out together, and we we literally talked from like the Beltway to Woodbridge on ninety five about our love for those coupons, and now she has like a stack of them in the side of her door in her car, and she's just ready for them. But that's been my most exciting and my most like favorite moments of Bed Bath and Beyonds when I don't have a coupon, and someone behind me in line was like, "I got you. Here you go." <laughs> Brings people together. Uh, yeah, it brings people together, and people like trade them. I know, mm-hmm. I, like, but honestly, I think a lot of retailers are having a hard time. Mm-hmm. So, I think they they got to dial that back. Yeah, the Bed Bath and Beyond that I used to go to, the one that was in Chinatown, closed up, but like early pandemic or before the pandemic, I don't know. Maybe it was last week. I'm not sure. <laughs> but they're going on a business sale was insane. I remember that. I remember you going in there and just getting a lot of unwanted things. I think. You got like a, a light set that like fell apart and <laughs> yes, I got so many things. Yeah. So it was pre pandemic cause I brought it to your house and then I was yes. also like, Hey, I got seven lime squeezers. And my husband's like, what, why do we need seven <laughs> lime squeezers? And I was like, they were a dollar. I don't know. I'll put them in the storage closet. <laughs> yeah. So it's the end of the era. I don't know if they'll still I honor the ones that you have, but hang on to them. I mean, they have to, right? Like, because if, right? Like, you can't walk in there and be like, I have a coupon. And they're like, your coupon is no good here. People would lose their minds. It's 2020, Tommy. <laughs> you know, like, come on. We're all, we've all learned patience and we've all learned to be disappointed. That is very true. <laughs> um, coming up on Saturday, uh, SNL is the most DC thing ever, which is super cool. Yeah, so excited. So we learned that Dave Chappelle is going to be the host, which, of course, he's a DC native. And then the musical guests, also DC native. The Foo Fighters. That's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And this is the last SNL of uh, 2020. Mm -hmm. So I think that like we got a little DC connection. I love it. And also, um, they were saying that it's the first time in like 20 years that SNL has had like five consecutive weeks of shows. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they usually take like a week or two, like a week off here and there, even in like the full normal season. They had never had like, I think it's five, maybe it's six. I don't know. There was a lot of, there was a lot of Saturdays in October. I can't remember, but it, it's, it's the most they've had in a row in a while. Well, they're taking the next couple of months off. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it will be interesting to see on Saturday. I mean, they are going to, those, the writers over at SNL are probably going to be um, like, if I were them, I wouldn't have even started a script. Just like, you're no. going to have to do it Saturday morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday morning. There's a good chance that weekend update might call the election live. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Wouldn't that, that be we, something? We may find out then. So who knows? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I hope they're ready for that. I hope they also have a giant board. <laughs> is that the real Steve Kornacki or is that someone playing Steve Kornacki? I don't know. Oh, they can, they can borrow one. That's true. Uh, so there's a lot going on this morning. Uh, we want to also um, honor another teacher. We've been heading out with the Virginia Lottery on our Tommy and Kelly teacher tour, saying thank you to teachers who are going above and beyond, bringing them surprises, bringing them all of the Virginia Lottery scratchers, and bringing them Georgetown cupcakes, and bringing them all the goodies. So in those teacher boxes, we've got Bluetooth headphones, we've got Bluetooth speakers, and chocolates from the Farmer's Restaurant Group, and that hand sanitizer. 
And we've been heading out because people have nominated their favorite teacher who's going above and beyond at TommyandKelly.com slash teachers. And today, Kelly, we're going to we're going to unveil another surprise. I know. I'm so excited. And we got to go out to Manassas Park and it was just a treat to meet an amazing woman who is working really hard with her high school students to keep them engaged. So that's coming up very soon. Also, Kelly and her, we'll, we'll find out finally why there's a pineapple sitting next to Kelly. It's a very special pineapple. This might be our very first live cooking segment we've done on the <laughs> Tommy and Kelly show, too. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't call it cooking, but it's going to be more of a slicing type of thing. A culinary segment. Our very first culinary segment we've ever done. There we go. Because I know we've drank. We've drank wine and margaritas, but yes. I don't think we've actually had any food. We've had food delivered to the show, but we've never like yeah. cultivated the culinary process. Yes. Wow, that could be a whole other... Uh, a whole other set of features for you. Cooking with Kelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going nuggets. through the yeah. You're going through the Barefoot Contessa cookbook, so I feel like we're on to something brand new here. This is great. There we go. So we're gonna get uh, into that and so much more. Thanks for getting with us. Thanks for joining us. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Before we get any further, Jen Brown. <laughs> did bring up the fact that you at one point did make Hot Pockets on the show. So that's, <laughs> that's true. Because I had never had a Hot Pocket. Yep, yep, yep. And that's right. And how little, could we? Little Fox made sure. How could I forget the Hot Pocket? Because you know what, Jen, it's been a long year. <laughs> but yes, those Hot Pockets, and I had it with a little bit of wine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Snaps to Jen Brown. We appreciate when you leave a comment or you leave an open mic inside uh, the app. That is so fun. Yeah, that's right. The Hot Pockets. forgot about the Hot Pockets. <laughs> Hey, as long as we're going into uh, the comments that we've got on Facebook, uh, Jesse Hunter says that it might be like interactive Twitter, talking about that funny bone game. Twister, yes. Twister, that, interactive Twitter. That's a whole different thing. Interactive <laughs> yes. Twister. Um, yeah, that's what it could be. Or also, um, we got a message uh, from Patrick. <laughs> when we talked about Kelly getting the funny bone game for her and her neighbors. Yes. We did. <laughs> we'll just let that sit there for a second and move oh, you, on. <laughs> you don't want to read it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back.